wonder what people would do if we just put out 30 minutes of silence. Like, how long would people listen before they were just like, uh, something must have happened. It's weird. I wonder if iTunes would even let that go up. They would. They have to. Well, yeah, but do they listen? You say they do. Have we figured that out yet? You say that, but I can't imagine if there's one guy listening to all these. They say they do, yeah. But there's been times that Ben has cursed and I've forgotten. And I don't mark it as explicit. I think you get one. You get one and you're done. Yeah, I really do. I think it's You're done, kid. I guess, yeah, PG-13, you get one. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, we're here. Ben, unfortunately, is uh, helping out with the uh, assisted story project this weekend. It's premiering. Um, So it's been all over the internets. Been on ours a few times on the uh, the old Facebook dot com slash Frankly Done Network. Facebook's just a fad. And uh, I know, right? MySpace yeah. is coming back. Bring it back. But uh, man, we should. I what are we doing to. with our lives? I don't want to bring it back. That's the only social media presence we need to have is MySpace dot com slash Frankly Done Network. No, man. Terrible idea. But uh, yeah, so um, go check that out. Um, give them some support if you're in the. Uh, Western Kentucky area, and you're listening to this, it's probably over, but it's just, definitely over. Just in case it isn't, go check it out. We're not quite sure what's going on here with this scheduling issues. Yeah, because what we wanted to do with this episode is make it the Trubacast. We keep hinting this show. Yep. But Bernie didn't show up. AKA Barnyard. Barnyard. AKA can't hit the side of a barn. <laughs> so he just got this empty chair. <laughs> half. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> We we still have the mic on it too. That's yeah. the that's the sad that's part. The ghost Bernie. I'm gonna take a picture and send it to him. Like this could have been you. <laughs> oh man, we need to come up with so many names for Bernie. Like um, uh oh man, Danny from uh <laughs> Game of Thrones. Daenerys. Targaryen. Yeah. Which if you, which if you watch that, check out uh the latest episode of our other show, Limited Addiction Podcast. I have a feeling we're gonna talk about it. Uh, we haven't recorded yet, but we both watched it, so I have a feeling we will. But uh, yeah, we need to have like Bernie Barnyard, Barnyard, father of what do you used to collect? Mugs, pugs, fugs. What are those things called? What things? I'm not paying the, attention. The, uh, <laughs> I'm not paying attention to anything you're saying. The um, prehistoric Funko Pops. Oh, oh, the Mighty Mugs. Mighty Mugs. Oh, yeah. I got that Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, saw that on the old snappity chat. Snippy snaps, snippy snip snaps. Um, if you like the snippity chat, add us the frankly done. I don't know, you man that one, dude. <laughs> I do. I don't, I don't touch that. Yeah, it's great. You find me on TL to T. Find me on TGI Fridays. Listen, okay. I'll be the one eating the. This will bleed into the limited addiction one, but this is me and Daniel's one year anniversary, and we've sort of been celebrating. It's true, white girl style. Frankly, Don Network has been on the air for one year, exactly, and it's it's fun. We're Yas Queen in. Yas, we're drinking cider and chocolate beer. Yeah, no, we're drinking like the not manliest drinks ever. I can't speak right now. This is gonna. Go terribly. I know. I'm gonna have to get some uh some Russian water before we start the other show. I'll just make Bernie pick me up. Bernie, pick me up. Bernie. Bernie. You can't hear us because <laughs> three weeks later, Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> I'm still here. Um, but yeah. So 
we'll talk more about unlimited diction because that's the one year. But if we seem a little more loose than normal, that's why. Loosey goosey. And we both ate Chipotle this week. So did. I don't know if I'm more like tipsy from the ciders or the Chipotle. Chipotle. (laughs) That's a big burrito. I've been like losing weight and trying eating well, but now that it's close to the show, that was my main goal. Like screw it. Yeah, I've been on a. uh, I dropped. I dropped soft drinks. Okay. So I've been drinking the water and the ciders, occasional juice or flavored carbonated beverage. Man, I guess this is a, but like, like the fruit stuff, like uh, nice and uh, the stuff at Walgreens for like eighty eight cents. Yeah, that mm-hmm. crap. Oh, that stuff's good. Sparkling water with fruit flavored. Yeah. Awesome the soundboard. Probably won't use much of the soundboard because no. we don't have a third host. No, it's just us again. So. <laughs> Over the year, we've grown quite the disdain for each other. We need a third person to buffer it, so this okay. is going to get real. It's true. This is a great song. It is. It just makes me happy. See yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is supposed to be a Troubadourcast where we're going to talk about Troubadour stuff, and at some point I'm going to play the guitar. Yeah. I'm going to debut a song tonight. That'll be something. Ideally, this will be out before the show. Hopefully. But realistically, probably not. Well, see how tomorrow goes. Because we definitely have to get... Yeah. yeah. How's your week, Frank? How's my week? Um, not the greatest. Not doing so well in sales. That sales is so lame. I hate it. Yeah. Um, so I've been feeling it. People don't want to get paint jobs right now, man. Yeah. Keep getting rained on. That's the problem. Kind of sucks. You no. Know, keep doing all this in rain. Yeah. So it's not been going that great. And I'm moving. I know I keep, every week I've said this. <laughs> You've been moving for a month and a half now. Well, I've moved three times this year and you should be an expert at it. I should You burn be. through all your moving favors. No, no one helped me except Bernie. Last couple of times. I need help on this one because I need a vehicle. But Yeah. Um, so, by moving, I mean half my stuff is in one place, half my stuff is another, but whatever I need is at the other place. Yep. But, my dad can help. He retired. So. No, he retired? Oh, he's, he put in the paperwork by the time people are listening to this, but yeah, so end of May. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I'm not going to make your dad help me move. He doesn't know how to listen to podcasts. No. He'll never hear this. So, uh, Dad, I just wanted to say I love you. Side story, one of my earlier paint estimates was for Daniel's parents. Oh, yeah. yeah didn't go so well. That's not on we my met. end. Not That's on, how we met. Not on my end at all. I did the proposal yeah, perfect. but they, they got a great deal. They did. <laughs> yeah, so if you want your house painted and you're local to the Cincinnati area, I guess you're Kentucky. Northern Kentucky area. I'll do Cincinnati. I won't do the All west right. side. We don't cover the west side yeah. yet. Yeah, west side. Get the hell out of here. They're in negotiation for that territory. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, give Frankie a call. Contact him through the company email at uh, franklydonnetwork at gmail.com. He'll give you an estimate. Then his painters will mess it up, and you'll get a great deal. They'll do way too much work. Yep. And then not get paid for it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. We're not going to bore you with details, but they went way above what they needed to on his yeah. parents' paint job. It's like if you asked someone to build you a garage, and you came home and they built you a house. Yeah, That's basically. What they did. Don't paint the siding. Oh, they painted the siding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been dealing with that. How about you, man? How's your week been going? Uh, we keep getting rained on. So, you work inside. Rain on my parade. Oh, that's a song. Um, what, if we just, what if we just played like Troubadour songs? 
I could do that, man. I got them all now. Yeah, no one wants to hear that. Deep archives. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder if I do have that first, first, first one. The very first one from the, the EP? 2BECB, whatever it was called. Did you did you see my snaps, how I'm naming this newest song? It's a little bit of a nod. I have the word two as a number. Oh. I, was yeah, g- I saw the snap, but I didn't catch that. So the song's called No One to Hold. I was going to put no, number one, two, hold, but then it looks like no nice. 12 hold. No 12 hold. That's I, the name of this episode. No 12 hold. I, I I haven't decided if I want to do it. And it's total nod that only like three people in the world would get back to when I thought it was clever instead of words I use numbers. Yeah, there's literally me, you, and Bernie. <laughs> See, we could really do a Trubacast with you because you've been associated and basically yep. in the band longer than most members. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. You guess you're under L, not T. I, that was always weird about iTunes. And I guess it's not. Six albums. Wow. I've got, I've got. I only have two official ones. Got Act One and Two, mm-hmm. and I've got the Earthquake and Radio Silence and Catalina singles. The singles, and I've got Days of Old. I do not have Two D B Two C, but I got the song. There's I'm trying to think. If there's one even earlier than that. Then Two B Two D. Is that what we called that first one? I'm pretty sure. Where it was I don't like think the we Slim it. Case, and it had the chess piece on it. That's the album I'm thinking of. There might be one other than that. We might have just called that the last Troubadour. I don't remember calling yeah, it. Anything. I don't know. Which songs did you give me? In Your Eyes was one of them, I think. Yeah, I just flat out like, here, you can have this song. I forget what the other one was. It Days of Old? Must have been, because unless it was too damn blind to see. Too damn blind to see. I've been trying to figure out how to reincorporate that song. This is going to get on next level. Like No one cares, but... I kind of was going through the catalog of songs I've written and... There's quite a few now, because I always will send lyrics to myself on Facebook. Yeah. And I was just, like, really bored one night going back years, like, huh, it's like 30 songs. So, often I will go back, not often enough, but sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, I remember this song, let's try and bring it back. But better. Because here's, here's the thing with anything in life, people. Let me give you some some knowledge there's a rare exception that you're just amazing at something the first time you do it. Most of the time, you're going to suck the first true. hundred times. You want proof, go back and listen to episode zero through five exactly. of Limited Addiction Podcast. See, we're, we're, we're starting to be in a world where if it's hard, we don't want to do it. We want instant gratification. But you don't want to get great at anything. It takes repetition, practice. Yeah. And just looking back at the songs I wrote, not all the early ones were garbage, but they definitely were very amateur-like. And they're still amateur like now definitely foundations yeah and they're like oh there's cool little parts or melodies to me melodies are um that's the thing you can't really train if you can come up with a good melody that's just all from ear but uh but just looking at those older stuff like oh that's rough but i like that line okay let's bring that line okay can't proverbially burn a song but i wish i could some of them yeah Songs like uh, "The Poser and the Princess." That was like one of the first. Oh, yeah, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, that does. With that, like in high school, you've been around for a while. You have I will say though, songs like twenty-eight st- years almost. I, I still play songs to this day that people love. Were some of the first songs I ever wrote, like "Rain on My Parade." Yeah, super old. I've got it right here. I only loved you. Super old. I was like seventeen. What did I know about love? Nothing. But yet yet people like that. I still know nothing about love. 
Yeah, this song. I wrote this. I was really angry. This is all high school drama. This guy uh, made up all these lies. I wanted to write this angry song, but I can't. If I sit down to write an angry song, it won't happen. So I made like this jazz, like a like, swing kind of. <laughs> but I was so angry when I wrote this when I was in the shower. You think you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know you got Yeah. This is, yeah, this has been uh, one of my favorites, for sure. This is, I think this might be the first music video that I wrote out for you. Yeah. I mean, you could cut it, because I could segue into, depending on when this comes out, me and uh, my friend Jonathan, um, we're going to start doing more video recording, and it's going to bleed out into Frankly Done. We want to do some, we want to make Frankly Done a little more visual, but over the weekend, or just on Sunday, we recorded a promo for my show. Yeah. And we figured it was going to suck. Like, we just, we planned for it to suck. It actually, I mean, I can't say it because I'm, I'm too invested in it, but I think it turned out really well. We had a 4K drone. We had this yeah. great shot. That, it's basically just a video. Most bands nowadays will take a video with their cell phone, like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Come see us I think this we've Saturday. Done that before. Oh, no, we have not, because we had one member in the band who may oh, say yeah. anything no, like I'm that. No, I'm thinking of, uh, I did the still with All, you, all I Do Is Win. Yeah, that was cool. He got so pissed yeah. about that. Oh, we had a member. I still watch that video. <laughs> had a member that naysayed anything. That's the other thing, people. Don't just sit in the basement on your hands and just make fun of everyone else trying, because, you know, you're going to try and you're going to fail, but it's better than not trying at all. I have this stupid old quote I say. In any moment of great decision, best thing you can do is the right thing. The worst thing you can do, I mean, the second best thing you can do is the wrong thing, but the worst thing you can do is nothing. I butchered that, but basically it says, With great responsibility comes great power. Exactly. I pulled from old quotes, but you know, with this whole venture, I, we're going to get more nostalgic on limited diction, but me and Dan, we just tried something, you know? Yeah. Oh no. We, uh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. She doesn't know where. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, this, yeah, probably get more on women addiction. I don't know what we plan on or we're planning on by then. We're going to be on the floor. Well, I mean, I'd have to drink more, but, but, uh, <laughs> it'll start wearing off. I keep eating all this candy. Yeah. We were just two guys that talked about stuff mm-hmm. we enjoyed and then, uh, we decided to do a podcast about it. Cause why not? And then we talked about other stuff mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with that podcast beforehand. So yeah. then we started doing this podcast 20 Seven weeks ago. We kind of did that today. We got here. We didn't do anything for like an hour and a half. It's true. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Uh, what, else, what other songs do you want me to play? Um, What song of mine from the first two catalog? Obviously, because you've only heard one song from Act 3. <laughs> uh, what song do you want to know the background of? I can tell you. Oh, I make my own background, man. No, I mean, there's... Okay, that's great. let me explain to anyone who's completely new to me or my yeah, band. Yeah, that's true. You probably um, should. So what I do is called um, a concept. It's a con- Each album is part of a concept. Concept albums are not a new thing, but they tell a bigger story. And I play them on five parts. So far, I've got two out. And it's just basically a dystopian future where music's outlawed. And you have this street musician named Calypso, and he's technically the last troubadour, or so you would think. And it's just basically stories that fit into that narrative few layers beyond that these are actual songs and real life events inspire them mostly girls <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. unrequited love 
You want to know a sad fact about my life that I've written so many songs about girls, but I've never dated any of these girls. And I've been married. I've been in relationships. What? No. I thought at least one of the songs was from your marriage. No, man. <laughs> that's why they all it's fail got real it got real no i never get with the girls i write songs about it's kind of something that keeps me up at night but i always end up settling for one that's i don't know oh oh it's getting, so. too, it's getting too real anyways what song do you want to know about uh let's do ghosts ghosts dang ghosts might strictly be like narrative i don't i can't think of a real right, world let's application go with poet's anthem Another, I think, narrative song. There are often where I write songs where strictly in the concept narrative. But no, I mean, expounding upon it, it's more being in love with music and it's part of you and no matter what kind of brings you down. You'll rise above it because you have this thing driving you, and that thing being music. And maybe it was just kind of a uh, I will say one thing. What's that? I'll fade out of this as I say it. I think you dropped the ball. Why's that? Um, <laughs> I dropped the ball a lot in life. Well, that's, that's the name of my book. You've I'm got, <laughs> you've got this a, song. Uh, Divided we fall. Yeah, we should have got that in the Civil War. Should have. When Actually, that trailer came out, Bernie immediately texted me. Like, yeah, I um, I know a guy that works at um, CBS now. So, Not part of ABC. There. Yeah, true, but it's one step closer. It is. Because I've always Ooh. thought that. Uh, let's see if I can remember which one it was. One switching back two on you. I think is this the we are? This is Bullet Bridge. Yeah, is this we are. Yeah. I've always thought this would be perfect for uh, the Hunger Games, especially the last two movies. You know, as I was writing the story, I started in high school. Hunger Games became a thing. Yeah. It's more like I, I didn't copy the Hunger Games, but I think it me, happened organically. Organically, but it's not just me that came out of this. We have like the Divergent. I think just politically, the climate was leading to. In high yeah. school and stuff, I was very inspired by like jo- George Orwell, no, not Uganda, um, and like Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 451, and like stuff like that. And with reality TV, that kind of train of thought, you're like, oh no 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 no, and then you find out things about battle royale. Yeah. So, I didn't copy the Hunger Games, and I'm not claiming they stole anything from me because that's very. Very uh, arrogant of me, but I just think it's the times. The times all kind of led to that. Yeah. So now I'm writing this dystopian story. I'm like, oh, it's been done. Everyone's gonna think a copy of the Hunger Games. So it definitely influenced what I w- where I was going with the story. Yeah, well, just especially the chorus there. Oh, <laughs> I thought it would fit very well. You know, this song is ironic because outside of the story, I don't know. Throughout my career with this band, not just me, but the band. We never really got taken serious by people. And this song was like an F you, we're here to stay, blah, 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 <laughs> two weeks before the thing comes out and I have a guitarist quit on me. So yep. that's the most ironic song ever. <laughs> we're here to stay, won't you tell me? 
See, I can't, I can't get a chip on my shoulder. Yeah, see, the world, like, you know, Frankie's at it again. We're just gonna, nope. <laughs> Hypocrisy of me. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can't get the things I want. That's why I keep writing songs about girls. Don't like me. All right. They just know. See, uh, all right. What about this one? Feel her heartbeat. You fell in love Nothing. in the back. All the stolen car hair smells so sweet. sweet. But she knows who you are. You never did Okay. I don't know, this song, um, so I have two newer band members that, uh, weren't in the band when these songs were written, and they thought this song was about just, like, making out and fondling a girl in the backseat of a car. That's what my song, Backseat's called. <laughs> kind about. of. It's not so much about that. I mean, there's a sweeter, kind of more story to it. I don't want to bring anything down, but there was a point where I was very low in life, because I had a marriage that didn't work, and I was really sad. I kind of met this girl that made it, it sort of changed it and like, you know what? You're allowed to love again. You're allowed to feel these things. Because <laughs> the end is at hand. This, this is like the rebirth of Rain on My Parade. Yeah. Yeah, just like, it's okay that things didn't work out the first time. You're, it, you shouldn't feel guilty. You're allowed to feel love again. And that's what this song is about. That's why I love this song. You know, I had to fight to get this song on the album. Which is crazy. Yeah. For comments, I'll keep to myself. Not really. I don't care. A certain person really yeah. didn't want this song on there. It's like, I mean, you are very humble compared to most lead singers that I know. And that's not a dig on my other friends that are lead singers or have been in the past. But, like, if they wanted a song in their album, they would get it in their album, you know? Yeah. That's just it's so crazy to me that, like, a guitarist that quit before this album was even released would be like well no I know this is your creative story and you know what's actually going on big picture here but no <laughs> no I'm not gonna I don't want to talk bad about it yeah anyone. you don't have to I uh, will cause I've spoken my piece about this man before this song in a lot of ways <clears throat> saved me man I was in a dark place you know and I wrote this and I was just like you can do this and this was what this and another song on the album is what got me out of writer's block. You're allowed to feel this stuff, and that's what this song is about to me. And there's very much a symbolism to being in the back seat or being in the front seat, because I do a lot of my thinking being driven places. <laughs> so I hate driving. And I just want another song to put a saxophone solo in, honestly. That's what this song's about. That's the, in the, the sax solo. In the story, um, the, the hero gets shot in the stomach, and they're racing to get him help, and he's hallucinating thinking the girl holding him is an angel and he falls in love with this angel see multiple levels nice and she's like don't close your eyes you're gonna die so stay with me so many levels man radio silence another song that's ironic Why is this one ironic? Why is this one ironic? <laughs> well, I like hearing the lyrics. Um, because it's sort of about like realizing your your time in music's limited. The chorus is really about like um, you have to believe in this because you're kind of running out of time. You're getting older. I figured I want once I got to a certain age, I have to make like either country music because if you get too old, you have to go into country, or you got to go into <laughs> WB. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's not a joke. Like, <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, I'm going to have to either become a country artist or do WBM-style rock music. And nothing, definitely no um, disrespect to any of that, but it just wasn't for me. Very, there are a lot of songs I write that could be country, so I have to be careful. Yep. Act 2 is all about believing in yourself. It's a very uplifting album because I was going through something really dark. Yeah. You go through a divorce and you don't have purpose in life. I was going to jump back to Act 1, but... You go for it. You do have this song on Act 2. So this is the song I was talking about. There are two songs that got me out of writer's block. This was the start. This is the very first one I wrote to keep myself out of it. With none of the comforts, the heart hurts, but I'll carry on. Back to, as I listen back, there's a lot of self-reassurance. Like, hey man, it's going to be okay. <laughs> you need a hug? Here's a hug. And I would hug myself. <laughs> like, do this. You're like, I'm looking at the man in the mirror, and he's all right. It's okay. Yeah, it's uh, very much like a... Uh, my therapist says it's your fault. This song is pulling yourself out of something. Narratively, this is a completely different song. This song is about the, the villain realizing he's a serial killer. I'll explain that later. Don't be afraid. Did you say the main character was a serial killer? No, the villain. I, if I said that, I messed up. The antagonist. I think you did say villain. <clears throat> Act 2. The story is all about trying to find out who this murderer is. And you have, um, I think, I think I said murderer wrong, weird. Murderer. <laughs> you have the hero trying to figure out who's this serial killer, and then the, the police officer trying to figure out who the serial killer is, and I kind of just spoiled things, but whatever. I'm not going to spoil it. Wait till I finish the summary. Yeah. Four years later. I'm going, I'm going way back. Go for it, man. Way, way back machine. Uh, do this one. It's like the most high school angst song I've ever written. Okay. So high school. I don't know why. Middle of senior year. Never touched a guitar, really. I started getting feelings for this girl, which you're a senior in high school, back half, worst time to ever get feelings for a girl. It's true. And no one took me seriously as a musician. I had won all these awards playing saxophone, state competitions, gold, made state honor band, and everyone's like, nerd. <laughs> Loser. Loser. Go audition for Glee. Like, we only respect guitar players that can play three chords. I'm like, what? Really? You know how many hours I practice saxophone? CGF. CGF. You like this guy? So, during Christmas break, I'm like, I'm learning guitar. And I did. What? Yeah, I learned it over Christmas break. I think this might be the first time I'm hearing this. And so, learned guitar, started writing songs like crazy. This is, I mean, stop the music, because this is a kind of a groundbreaking realization to why the story was created. I'll get to what I Only Love You is about. So, I start writing all these songs. And not all of them were bad. Some of them were pretty good. And I really liked this girl. And I showed her them. I started playing. She's like, I hate it when guys try to impress girls by writing songs. I'm like, what? But but I, but but my hands are bleeding from learning guitar. I've written so many songs. 
songs we still play to this day. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I just think it's really awkward and kind of lame when guys write songs about girls. I'm like, what? But, but what do I do with my hands? So I'm like, oh, that sucks. I have all these songs about this girl. I hated hearing them. So the only way I could get myself into listening to the song was to pretend someone else wrote them and they're about this completely different story. And that's how the story got created. Because this girl rejected me. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm telling you, man. This is like 60% minority days. 60% minority days. Oh. And, uh, boy. Um, so that's how this whole story got started. Cause that's I wrote, what I think that is. Yeah. Um, so the whole story got started because this girl rejected me in the beginning. And you know what's funny is like, I'm at times kind of pudgier, got a beard, always wear a red hat. She ends up marrying a pudgy guy with a beard who always wears red hat. And Crocs? And Crocs? No, I don't wear uh, Crocs. Not you, the guy. No. You the D-Train? No, you don't uh, know this guy. Yeah. This is way, way old. Right, I mean, right. she turned out all right. Things probably wouldn't have worked. But but if it wasn't for being rejected, the story wouldn't have happened. It made me change the band name from 60% Minority to I Created This Character. Calypso yeah. and The Last Troubadour. That's where I came in. Really, it was right when I was doing this name change. That's when you came in. But I only loved you is basically like, oh yeah, you're gonna reject me? When I'm done with all this, you're gonna love me. You'll see. Man. I was, I was a little slow on the words actually make it out of my mouth. You said I only loved you. Mm-hmm. Right after we talked about like me getting involved. Yeah. I was ready to be like, oh, I only loved you too. <laughs> the words didn't make it out of my mouth though. Man, I'm liking this pod. It's very therapeutic for me. I never get to talk about this stuff. Um, but yeah, I only loved you. Sort of like, I think there's this Broadway song, and you, and you, you're gonna love me. I totally ripped that off. Why not? Screw something. Yeah, it's just basically like, I'll show you, I'm gonna be cool. And that's basically been the theme of my life ever since. It's pretty much. I'll show you guys. Why won't people like me, Dan? What do I do that's so wrong? I promise too many people like you. Why won't people like me, Dan? Why won't people I want to like me like me? Um, because you write songs about other people. That's true. That I hide behind a story. Yeah. It's Not a, always. Sometimes I strictly write from the story. It's fun to write from a concept. Which one do you want? Dude, I don't care. You, you're man in the ones and twos. This one gets me through some sad times. Okay, this song's about a different girl. <laughs> That's how you should just start every single Dude, there's only like four girls I've ever written songs about. Okay, so girl B, we'll call Barbara. And girl A, we'll call Ashley. Girl A... Really, that's not their names. If anyone's gonna try and look, that's not. I just totally made that up. Yeah. So, um, Ashley was the high school girl. I uh, realized things weren't gonna work, and so going to college, I meet girl B, Barbara, and like, oh man, I like this girl. She's cool. Um, and then Barbara's like, I'm moving in with this random girl I've never met before. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, the girl she moves in with, never met before, turns out to be Ashley from high school. So Ashley, no. yeah, no, yeah, no, <laughs> it was. 
I'm telling you, my my early dating life was kind of funny. So Ashley and Barbara are both living in the same house because they're mutual friends with the third girl that I don't care about. Um, so <laughs> I start. I'm like, I have to. I'm like, this is so awkward. What am I gonna do? I still kind of have feelings for Ashley, but I know that bridge is burnt. Let's pursue things with Barbara. But uh, Barbara, at the same time, was talking to another guy. Ooh. Uh, I know. And on Valentine's Day, I'm like, I'm just gonna profess my Call feelings. Him Steven. Call him Steven. And. <laughs> And she's like, when I, it's Valentine's Day that I try to tell her, I'm like, hey, I like you, I know, let's, let's try to make this a thing, because we'd been going out a lot. And she's like, I've been seeing Steven, Ooh. and I'm going to date him now. I'm oh. like, oh no. And I'm like, well, you can lie to me, it'll be cool, we can move on, just, that, that sentence didn't happen, but yep. it, it did happen. That's what the kids would call ghosting today. Yeah, I know, see how hypocritical things can be for me. Um. But that's what happened with that. Another song is... Yeah. And then I throw story stuff. It's very hard just to say exactly what a song's about because it'll go back and forth between a story and yeah. Frankie's real life. Yeah, I talk. I speak. My, refer to myself in third person. Somebody asked you. So, Ghosts. This was the second music video I drew out for you. Mm-hmm. I believe. This one might be my favorite, though. I don't know. Random on parading ghosts are ties, but ghosts is a lot easier and more fun for me. What you been fighting for? What? Okay, so this song is definitely very narrative um, driven, but it's all self affirmation. Like, don't give up. I really am trying to differentiate between the story and what was going on in my life at the time. Like 19 or something. Yeah, I can only think of a story on this one. I don't know if there's much of a real world story to this song. It was a cool song. Yeah. I, uh... You did have a cool music video idea. That was... Yeah, we were going to find, like, an old abandoned warehouse or a castle or something like that, you know, where it'd be kind of creepy. And it was going to be the, you'd cut between the band, like, doing, like, a Scooby-Doo type thing, exploring it, you know? Yeah. And then cut to, like, scenes of you guys playing somewhere cool and creepy. And then, uh... I like the one scene you'd you'd probably get to. You'd be chasing through. I don't know how close we are to it in the song. Uh, you got to get through the chorus, course, and there's yeah. a bridge. You know, yeah, you, you guys would get separated, obviously, because mm-hmm. that's what happens. That's what happens when you're in a haunted you, uh, place. And oh. then you would all get led to the same area, you know. And I'm trying to time it perfectly. Good luck, because you got a bridge you got to get through. And then, so yeah, they'd be chasing you through the castle. you cut back to scenes of you guys playing, looking really cool. Maybe some strobes, some spider webs. Um... She'd go back and forth. And, uh, me too. Anything. And eventually you guys would all get led to the same area. You'd be back to back with each other, you know, surrounded. Okay. And then, uh, you'd get to this part. You guys would be surrounded by all these people with, like, robes or ghost face or something. And they're all holding candles. And they're all singing this song. That is why we're scared. 
and then they blow the uh, candles out. So it's oh, pitch black for that split second, and yeah. then it cuts back to you guys um, playing for the rest of the video. That's my favorite part, the imagery of just like someone blowing out that candle. Yeah. Just a whole crowd of people, and it just yeah. goes pitch black. That that was cool, man. Make people piss their pants. I was very bummed that never got to happen. It still can. Still can. We can go into the archives. Yeah, let us know if anyone's listening. Would that be weird? We have access now to start making music videos, and we have a negative voice that always said no. Gone. Would it be weird to do music videos for old songs? Say yes or no. 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 Um. Yeah, man, I couldn't find a cap, o- a bottle opener for this. All right. You talk about this song, though. Um, ah, let me see. Man, I should have been more prepared for this. The Road to Bombay. Um, so, um, so I think this song, if I remember right, and forgive me, people, because I wrote these songs, honestly, like, high school to early 20 ages. Um, I think it's about a failed love. And then not really feeling like you belong to your surroundings. I don't care. This one? Um, that is not uh, individual feeling. I know very a lot of people feel like they don't belong to their surroundings, but it gets better. <laughs> yeah, not feeling like you fit into it. all stemmed from being rejected by a girl. It's cool. I picked one that tastes like beer. I already started drinking it, dude. I thought this one would taste like lemons. Yeah. Ooh, Japanese ale, though. Um, But yeah, this is a good song. And let me say this. If whatever you believe the songs are about, you're right. That's the kind of thing with songwriting. I'm not one one to definitively say, like, no, that's not what it's about. It's about this. I remember with Act 2, you asked me, the story, mm-hmm. and I was right till about halfway, and then I switched to the good guys were. Yeah, I think it was with this song, mm, Penelope. So, I don't know. I think I made it through Art of Deception oh. too, but well, Penelope still. is about Penelope. No, it's about um, we've referred to her on this show. She's called the White Whale. Really? Really? Yeah. What? what? Oh man. So yeah, finally, kind of getting feelings for this girl pulled me out of being in this funk, and I just started riding again. And I went out with this girl a couple times. She took a hundred bucks from me and never talked to me again. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> Guys can't see this, but <laughs> Dan's dying over there. Yeah, I'm glad my life brings you joy. Me too. I'm gonna put that. I took a picture of myself laughing at your misery. The girl's and name is not Penelope, by the way. And it, uh, it's on our Snapchat story. Uh, the frankly done. You guys want to see that reaction? I mean. She's a very cool girl. Really liked her personality. Very positive girl. Very pretty. A lot going for her. But she stole 100 bucks from me. And I was ghosted. Yep. And then you wrote ghosts. No. Didn't. 
Okay. At some point, we gotta get to the new song. No, we don't. Um. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. So, we're all leading to what, Act 3? We should do more Troopercast where I talk more about the story, but... Uh, act 3... I can't even describe what happened in the first two acts, but basically... With Act 3, straight out the gate, I have to prove I can write songs. You know? There are a lot of people out there that think, uh... Trooper clowns. Trooper clowns. I think that uh, I didn't write songs or was very he- heavily influenced by another, but honestly, all of Act 1 was basically the songs I wrote from the high school to early 20s period before a certain member joined the band. I'm not taking away from that individual. He's an amazing musician, great songwriter, but I have to be able to prove that I can write songs for some reason, even though I always have been. So, Act 3, I, again, I suffered from writer's block. And I'll, I'll suffer from writer's block when I don't need to. Hey, Frank, you need to write songs. Up, oh, writer's block. Boom. Songs. It always happens that this girl jumps in my life. And this girl that's been inspiring Act 3, uh, I don't know. I've, I've, I like her personality better than anyone I've dated. It's just it's sort of refreshing the way she sees the world. So I try and imagine the way she sees the world, and it just inspires me to write, weirdly enough. And and. If we know anything about all these stories, it's going to end up with this all blowing up in my face and me losing $100. But <laughs> Act 3 is sort of that. And the personal side of it, the, the, the narrative and the story is completely in a cool different place. But I'm going to play this song, um, Art of Deception Part 3. Uh, no- Which is funny because out of all the songs I played, I don't think I played Art of Deception 1 or 2. Well, I'll explain Art of Deception and what usually qualifies them. So far with Act 1 and 2, they both are in the story in the, the denouement moment, kind of the peak of the story where the, the climax happens. That's where they fit in narratively. That's why I always like, oh, this is when the climax of the story happens. It's the art of deception. Um, but on a personal note, it's usually, you know that feeling you get when you're sitting in the backseat of a car and it's kind of raining and you, you're imagining your life's like a sad rap video? Yeah, it's like the rains of baptism on your car. Yeah, you're like, uh, where's my life at? Oh, man. Every time I've had that feeling, I start writing a song and that's what becomes certain songs. We have our, this Art Deception Part 1, Art Deception Part 2. Art Deception Part 2 will to be continued. There's actually a very cool story that involves me being at gunpoint. Whoa. Yeah. I might have lied. We'll get to it in the future, but. Story-wise, it's a climax. Everything's coming to a head. But personal note, I guess it has more along with that Barbara, like, what? No, you can't date this other guy. Blah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna play a song called "Art of Deception Part 3, No One to Hold." <laughs> Oh, Art Deception Part 2? Where are we at time-wise? Do you want me to explain this? Man, we are way over for our normal. Man, we're just making this special troop cast. Yep. Or maybe we just make it limited addiction and say, screw it. <laughs> um, so, I lied. I I kind of, I said I never wrote a song about anyone I was with. This one sort of was in a backwards way. Um, so, after a show, me and the guys at Bogarts, afterwards, we were in the loading area. And, uh, we got held up at gunpoint by two two gentlemen, two thuggy-looking gentlemen, that's all I'll say. 
put guns up to her chest. And, you know, I was never afraid of my own life. It was weird. I was, I was really stressed and depressed at the time. I worked a terrible job. I had a very needy wife that spent all my money. Um, but in that moment, I think I was more scared having a gun put up to my brother. I was more, that, that scared me more than anything. And I freaked out. Like the person I was with was very emotional, very needy, maybe a little unstable. I don't degrade mental illness at all, but I was more afraid. Like, oh man, she might kind of lose it if anything happened to me. And this song was more about like, I don't care what happens to me, but I don't want to make sure my loved ones are okay. Like, I want to make sure my brother's okay. I want to make sure the person I was with is okay. I don't care about myself. you got to take me out and do that, but don't hurt these people. And that's what the Art of Deception Part 2 is about. If that makes sense. So, in a way, it was about a girl I ended up with. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. But that didn't end well either. When you're single, you don't really have relationships that end well because you'd be in a relationship, so. Um, but, uh, part three, no one to hold. And I think we talked about it earlier. I'm trying to put the word two as the number two because I'm super clever and cool like that. But I don't know. I kind of fell for this girl this year, or maybe it's the end of last year. And I don't know, this is a particularly low moment. You know, like, you know things aren't going to work out. Someone you desperately want them to but it's not working out and you're just like alone like ah it's, it's one of the most emo songs I've written in a very long time but I like it weirdly it's therapeutic but it's called The Art of Deception Part 3 No One to Hold and if I mess up things sorry it's, it's work, being workshopped right now I tried to love you, I did what I had to, but it never could be enough. Now you set you free. I live my life in your memory. Drown my pain in melody, and I'll be fine. But tonight, I've got no one to hold, no one to call my own. I have to. I know that I could find a love that's truly mine Tonight you're on my mind On my mind Slowly subsiding the fear that's dividing The courage that I should have shown Deception has cleared my perception and something that rhymes with show. Denying me is set you free. I live my life in your memory. Drown my pain in melody and I'll be fine. But tonight, 
Just don't deceive me and suffer in silence or join me in violence, but love me or leave me alone. <laughs> love me or leave me alone. Love me or leave me alone. But tonight I've got no one to hold. No one to call my own Do I have to let you go? With time I know that I could find A love that's truly mine Tonight you're on my mind Oh, tonight I've got no one to hold No one to call my own Do I have to let you Okay, well, that was that song. <laughs> um, if you guys want to hear that, I don't know when this is coming out. I really hope it comes out before our show. We do have a show, and this is our Gotta Prove Everything to the World show. We've got two new band members. Well, one new. Joe's been in the band for a year and a half now, so he's not new. Yeah. But um, we're going to play this song in its entirety, and plus like three or four other Act 3 songs. I'm really trying to get the set more to be Act 3. We've got a lot of cool, fun songs in Act 3, and uh, we will play the song. The electric version in its entirety, and I will have the lyrics finished. <laughs> yeah. I, don't I wouldn't know. have known if you didn't say that. I said something that rhymes with known. Yeah, but they would be like, man, this is a good song. Man, it's good. Now they're going to go back and be like, wait, did he really say that? Guys, edgy. Hey, I am a human. I make mistakes. You know what? I like mistakes, though. Mistakes are fun. Yeah. Things that are perfect are lame. But, I don't know. If you guys like Trubacasts, we might do more. <laughs> Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Something you've thought about for a while. Me and Bernie did one way back when, when we, it was before podcasts were a podcast, you know. You and Bernie did one? When we were on tour, we did a video. You I, did? I don't know if we put it on the Facebook or if we just recorded and did nothing with it. Probably that's what happened. But we did like a tour check-in. I don't remember what we ever did with it, though. Oh. Because when we were playing with um the guys that. We were either playing with Shut Up and Deal or we were playing with the guys that became American authors. Oh, when they were Blue Pages? Yeah. I you know, I like those were. guys. Blue Pages, American authors. I'm glad they're on the radio. They're yeah. good, genuine guys. They are. You, know, you hear all these horror stories That's, about um, Yeah, I guess we... I I recently found all like my music from high school and early college and got it on my phone. And it's been like very depressing, but like awesome at the same time. One is just, you know, you've got memories attached to songs. Yeah. Obviously, you do. Um, <laughs> too, many, too many as we heard this whole time. And uh, 
But yeah, just a lot of bands that we toured with, you know, played shows with all over the eastern U.S. with and stuff. Like, just hear those songs like, man, those guys were so cool. Like, whatever happened makes, makes you miss the road. The road. The road, road dog, Jesse James. Road dog. And badass Billy Young. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I kind of gave up on music. Um, but Act 3 is me coming back, man what act three is me fighting back and this corner ding, ding, man ding. that's what the intro for act three should be you think it should be a fight yeah like, no i already have i already know what it's gonna be it's not a fight okay cody camry did a fight leave us in suspense i will we gotta have some mysteries all right so if we get this out beforehand and you're local to the cincinnati area um head on over to madison live boom Right by the Madison Theater. The smaller gig. I kind of like smaller venues, honestly. Me too. We've played big ones, but smaller ones. Some of the best concerts I've been in have been rooms no bigger than our studio. Well, from my understanding, the music, the sound equipment's brand new, top of the line. So nice. could be better. But we're playing with Sunday Drives. Heard that. Zebras in public. Um, I got to choose before. who I played with. And I'm like, I only want positive people. There's so many, not everyone in local music, definitely not. There are great bands out there, but I'm like, I really only want to play with positive people. And both these bands Blackfell are- Brides. <laughs> Blackfell Brides, aren't, they're not local. <laughs> they're not positive either. <laughs> no. But I only want to play with and Sunday Drives, Adam, he's a, such a positive dude. And Zebras in Public, their logo promotes positivity. So I recognize like, Zebras in Public. I don't know if I know Sunday Drive. Sunday Drives, he, at different points, he's a band- but right now he's just kind of a solo act. He's super. I I talked to him on the phone for like an hour nice. the other day. He's a really great guy. Um, but I'm stoked to be playing with both these bands, and I hope that people come out. And it's for this lady. Um, was her name's Sugar? Sugar. Sugar. Yeah. It's her uh, leveling up party. That's what she calls her birthday. And nice. you know, a lot of people turn their backs on me in the um the booking world and this music scene, but she didn't. She's like, Hey, why aren't you guys playing? I'm like, well no one will let us play. I send them messages, nothing. And she's like, Oh, we're gonna change that and I, I really owe a lot to her for getting us on this show. So Sugar, if you listen to this, here's your shout out. Um, but it's all ages show. It starts at eight. Um there's gonna be drink specials, Uber specials too, so you get a discount if you use a certain code that I should know. Woo woo whoop whoop. It is uh, Uber One. Is it really? Or are you just making that up? <laughs> is it on the flyer? It's on the event page. All right. And you talk. I'll find. Um, but yeah, come out. We got a really long set. I'm going to be playing way too many instruments at once. Um, usually. Usually. Uh, this is our first show for our bass player named Joe. Um, yeah, two Joes. I mean, I mean not Joe. James. Uh, been drinking too many of these ciders. James, James what's his face? Um. No, James is a really cool guy. I'll tell you one thing. I like the personalities of the guys in the band. They're just kind of down to earth. There's no egos. And there weren't egos before, but I just I I like the the personalities right now with the, the band. I don't want to don't want to knock anyone in my past because you know what? People in your past are always there for a reason, even if it's bad. I'm not seeing it. You're not seeing it. Sorry. It's okay. It exists. I'm telling you. Message me if you get this in time. I'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, I really like that. If you guys would come, um, if you guys come and you were referred to by the podcast, I will give you a CD for free. So if you're like, Hey, oh. we listen to the podcast, give us a CD yeah, and I'll sign it. And, uh, Dan will sign it cause he's going to be at the show. 
if you want to see what he looks like. That's true, yeah. If you are one of the 150 who don't actually know who we are, which thanks for listening, by the yeah, way. Yeah, wow. Um, but, yeah, we'll both be there. So it's your if you're local, it's a great chance. If you've been like, man, these guys seem pretty cool. I want to be their best friends. We're taking applications. So, you know, just make your own up. It's cool. And, yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. But like I said, what what should they say to get a free CD, Dan? Um, Let's talk about it. It's taco time. It's taco time. You tell me it's taco time. You get a free CD, Act 2, because there's like three Act 1s left. <laughs> and, yeah, you're not getting that one free. I just gave you a whole new box, man. Of Act 1? Yeah, not too long ago. Did you really? Yeah. What did I do with that? I got to find uh-huh. out. I need to go to the storage unit before the show and get banned stuff. But definitely Act 2 you'll get for free. Just say, it's taco time. Free CD. It's taco time. Otherwise, it'd probably be like five bucks, so. And that's a full CD. I'm not, it's not an EP, it's full. But, uh, I'm not looking to make money on this. I just want people to hear it. Remember when, uh, you had a shirt at Hot Topic online for like a minute? I do remember. They canceled that that program? Yeah. That was a nice shirt. I've got it around here somewhere, I think. Yeah, you're the only one, right? Probably. (laughs) That was a cool shirt. We have four, we will have shirts for sale at this show. Those aren't for free. My brother had to open up a credit card, so I gave him all the money. Nice. New shirts or same designs? Same designs. Ah. Should have gone with the uh, Limited Addiction logo. Maybe in time we'll sell. <laughs> limited Addiction Troubadours. Limited Edition Podcast. The last Troubadours. Um, but yeah, come to the show or not. We'll, hopefully we'll have more. But yeah, check out my band called The Last Troubadour. If you've listened to this whole podcast, I'm sure you figure it out by now but I don't know man this has been fun I said this has been fun and then you say nothing wow this has been painful for him guys and girls I hope you enjoyed your break (laughs) 